Oh my god, what's up party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Romancing Nancy Drew. I'm your host, Indy Nickerson, which stands for Nancy Drew Nickerson. You can find me at that handle on Twitter for now, or at Romancing Nancy on Twitter if you're so inclined. Um, This week's episode is Nancy Drew Files number 32, High Marks from Alice, which Nancy on the cover is wearing, oh sweet lord, it's it's a sweater that I would feel is ill advised, but it's fine. It look she's she's not giving fashion. She's giving I'm gonna be comfy for this really long car ride. Um, because that's what's happening. She's wearing one of those ski sweaters that has like the collar embellishments going on, but it's it's okay. It's like baby pink and also like deep aqua because again, it's the '80s, fuckers. Um. The cover has the interesting, like, the Barbie pink for part of it, but most of it is, like, the very bright aqua blue with some of the highlighter yellow on the title because, again, it's the 80s and there was a limited color palette. Um, And the middle ground is Ned, actually, who very rarely appears on our covers, so I was excited to see that. And he is wearing a similarly not fashion sweater, but hey, it's fine. They had a long car trip and maybe they wanted to have some quickies and, you know, don't wear your best for that. And the very background is Nancy and Ed stumbling across a body, which is going to happen pretty quick. So no spoilers. It's fine. Um, This again is the beginning of 1989 for those of you who want to mark where we are in time, even though Nancy is timeless and does a lot of weird shit regardless of what decade she's in. Okay. So She's also got this, like, kind of sulky look on her face, which makes some sense based on some shit that happens later with a person that I have not yet mentally cast. It's going to happen, though. I have faith in myself that once we hit it, it's going to happen. Um, okay, I've got it. Uh, (laughs) This one is, I think it's Maryland. I think so. Uh, Anyway, it's, it's New England, okay? It's just New England. We're going to a fictional college named Basson College for reasons. So, Ned suddenly has a childhood bestie named Link Sheffield, who, as soon as I say Link, I always picture the little video game character. It's short for Lincoln, because you're like, so he's gonna be... No, he's super white, just just incredibly white. We're, we're talking Chris Evans pre-Captain America. We're talking... Um, that's who I've cast for this. So, Chris Evans has been like, Ned, I need to see you. Please bring your hot girlfriend, who, again, is... Not giving fashion on this cover, but that's okay. She's here to detect. Um, so he has stumbled across something. He is the, I was going to say the heir to the Sheffield fortune, which is probably true. His dad owns Sheffield's computers and um, is currently on a business trip. Um, this story is actually taking place in that week between Christmas and New Year's. We open right after Christmas and we close right before New Year's. So yeah, good times. Ned apparently went to Carson and was like, hello, I need to take Nancy on a trip to Maryland right after Christmas, before New Year's. No reason. It's fine. Like, again, the timing to me is like, maybe I'm going to propose, but we're definitely going to bang because there's no one else with them. It's just Nancy and Ned on a road trip. Yeah, it's Nancy and Ned on a road trip. It's, it's Ned's car. So they drove it, which means that they stayed in the hotel overnight. I'm, I'm so excited for them. Anyway... So, and they're post-coital bliss. They've got some afterglow going. They pull up at Basson University College. Institution, fuckers. Anyway, this place is apparently incredibly exclusive. So, it's for rich people. Apparently, as soon as you're born, like, your parents put you on a list. um, And they start endowing shit. So, they're like, I'm going to pay for a wing of a thing over here. 
or possibly an entire dorm. I don't know. So Link's dad did that. Link's dad apparently lost his wife early on, much like Nancy did. And so it's just been him and his dad, and his dad has the computer thing that he's doing. So Link and Ned got to be really good friends. And again, he's never been mentioned before, will never be mentioned again. Um, It's fine. Just for this brief pocket of time, we're in a weird little pocket alternate universe. For several reasons. Um, so Ned's like, yeah, we were, we were besties and he contacted me. Like we've kept in touch. Nancy's like, I didn't want to, I feel like I'm going to be a third wheel here. And Ned's like, he kind of insisted that I bring you. And Nancy's like, okay. I mean, sure. Not for a weird threesome reasons. That would, that would give this book an entirely different vibe, wouldn't it? Anyway, so he invited Ned up there. Um, Ned's excited to see him. It's been a hot minute. I don't, again, why didn't he come from for Christmas? You know, that would have been more convenient, IDK. But they show up. They're supposed to meet him at the fucking bell tower, which apparently Bassin was like, we're going to have a fucking rad bell tower and it's going to play carols and shit. It's going to be nice. Nancy was like, if you're, if Emerson looked like this, I'd be up there every weekend, which is bullshit because she has described Emerson as being quite charming and wonderful at many points. Like, just gleaming emerald lawns, just perfect. But anyway, you know, for the, apparently looks just as pretty as a picture postcard up there. So they're sitting at the bell tower and Nancy's like, okay, so tell me about him. And that's like, um, he's loaded and he's hot. And I was kind of reluctant to bring you because I'm like, mm, I feel like I'm not gonna measure up to him. And Nancy's like, hon, we've had sex several times. I am not complaining in any way. You are hot as hell. And that's like, also, I need to upgrade my car. And Nancy's like, your car is fine. Like, it's kind of weird because the books try to give them as middle class, but a lot of the behavior they engage in, I'm like, is out of my wildest dreams. So maybe they're like middle class, but north. I don't know. Anyway, so, but he's got like a non-model name car because he's like, look at all these Jags. And Nancy's like, I'm fine with your car. You're not a pretentious asshole. Because I feel like that's kind of the undertone here. Anyway. So, they're sitting in the bell tower waiting for Link to show up. Chris Evans. But he doesn't. And that's like, this is bullshit. He's always on fucking time. Like, this is complete bullshit. I do not understand this. Ned is supposed to be staying with Link at his apartment, which is off campus. And Nancy is supposed to be staying with Cass Denton, Cassandra. And I was like, the second you put a character named Cassandra into a book, I'm like, they're going to be saying some stuff and it's going to be true and you're not going to believe it. Because that's how that's going to roll. Why else would you call somebody Cassandra? Other than for weird revenge reasons. So, they call her. They're like, hey, um, have you heard from Link? And she's like, no. She's very short with him. She's being played by Bryce Dallas Howard. For those of you who need a mental picture. She's got red hair. That's, that's why I'm hooking her up with this. Also, she's pretty, like, wanting to stab somebody with a stiletto. So, just feeling that. Um, so, they call her and she's like, no, I haven't heard from him. I don't know. If she, maybe he's working late at the, at the computer lab. So they come down and she's like, he's, there's no, like, he's, he's going to show up. They all feel like he's maybe been unexpectedly, weirdly delayed. So they go up there and like, it's, the sun is setting and Nancy glimpses something under a bush near the bell tower. And of course it's Link's, it's not his corpse, I'm sorry. It's his unconscious body. So Chris Evans just sprawled out there on the ground and Nancy's like, oh, son of a bitch. Cassandra is immediately like, oh my god, he's dead! So Bryce Dallas Howard runs over there in her heels, and she's like, holy shit! And, like, picks up his head and, like, puts it in her lap, and she's like, oh, honey! And Nancy's like, motherfucker! We ain't checked for a pulse yet! 
can you back the shit up? So he like, goes, uh-uh. and Nancy's like, he's alive, bitch. He's alive. So he's like, Nancy. And Cassandra immediately is like, I'm going to stab you in the fucking face to Nancy. Like she cannot stand this. She's going full Mike Tyson. And Nancy's like, hang on, hang on. Let me see what he's saying. He's like, Nancy, man, buried fish tank. And like, just passes the fuck out. And Nancy's like, this is all bad. Cassandra, go call the cops. And she's like, I want to stay with him. And Nancy's like, we don't know where the phones are. Which, again, true. Like, it's weird because they go to Cassandra's dorm to call her, and the phones will only call inside the dorm. And Cassandra's like, well, I can call from here. So she calls Link's apartment to see if he's there earlier. So Cassandra runs to call the cops slash EMTs. And Nancy and Ned stay with Link, Chris Evans, who was just, like, laying there, and Ned's like, this this don't look good. I'm, I'm not enjoying this. And clearly, the reason that Link asked Ned to bring Nancy is because there was some shit going on. So, Nancy's like, this this don't feel like an accident. None of this feels like an accident. She doesn't want to say anything to Ned, though, because he looks super stressed. So, the EMTs show up. Um, they go to the hospital with all of them. Almost, like, the second they get to the hospital... Um, this guy shows up and he's like, hello, I am Dr. Chapin, the registrar at Baston College. What's up? And I was like, the second and a college administrator is like, hello, I'm going above and beyond in my job. I'm like, you're a villain. And I'm right. So anyway, he shows up and he's like, how, how is he doing? I need to contact his next of kin for plot reasons. And Ned's like, well, his dad's in Hong Kong and the hotel he normally stays at is this one. And I was like, holy shit. Imagine, imagine having a customary hotel in Hong Kong for when you do your business traveling. Anyway, so he can't reach him, though. Um, Link is in a coma or close to it. Anyway, he's he's passed the fuck out. They were like, yeah, it looks like he fell from some distance. And Dr. Chapin is like, yes, every year some idiot tries to scale the bell tower and steal that statue off the top of it. So, so sad dumb, dumb students. Goodbye. And like leaves. And Nancy's like, is this a thing that he would have done? And that's like, fuck no. And Cassandra's like, absolutely not. Also Nancy dying a fire. And Nancy's like, I'm supposed to stay with you. Um, are, are you going to murder me in my sleep? And Cassandra's like, it's fine. There's a pullout couch. And Nancy's like, okay. So, um, I think actually like they want to give Cassandra some time to be with Link because clearly she is upset. So Nancy and Ned are like, okay, we're gonna, um, go get some dinner because it's, it's been weird. So they leave Cassandra with Link and go pick up some hamburgers, go to Link's place. Um, but cause I can't remember exactly how Ned gets the key to it. Maybe Cassandra has the key. I don't, oh, they get it out of Link's pocket because they just loot his corpse as one. He's not dead. He's not dead. His, his unconscious body for now. Um, anyway, so they loot his unconscious body and find the keys and they get into Link's apartment. They open the door and like, it's pitch black in there. And it's like, what the fuck? And he's like, hang on, let me turn the, and then like kerplong. And Nancy's like, what happened? What'd you trip over? And then somebody immediately like grabs her and yanks her into the apartment. And she manages to, she finds out that the guy that she's, that has grabbed her has a beard. So she like grabs as much of his beard as she can and yanks it and he screams. And I was like, perfect. Because Nancy's like not above any of that shit. She's playing street rules. So the guy runs out. They look around. The place has clearly been ransacked, but they can't figure out for what really. Um, 
It, it just looks like they've... Somebody put blankets over all the windows, and they were, like, all of Link's diskettes and stuff are scattered everywhere, because he's, of course, got a computer. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a computer science major. <laughs> Let me back up. Anyway. So, they look around, and they're like, son of a bitch. And Nancy's like, this is... Uh, I don't know what to do, because she's like, I don't know if anything's missing... Also, we don't own... We, like, we need to report this to the cops, but also, the person was wearing gloves. Um, nothing seems to be... We wouldn't even fucking know if anything were missing. So, I don't really know what to do about this. So, they decide that they're going to tidy up. So, they clean up all the discuts and put them away. And Ned's... Nancy's like, son of a bitch. Because apparently, in, in the scuffle, their hamburgers that they were going to eat for dinner got looked just absolutely obliterated. So, she's like... Do you think he'd mind if I had some of this candy that's under his little Christmas tree? Which, he has, like, this little two-foot silver Christmas tree on his, like, kitchen thing. And Nancy's like, this is so fucking sad. Oh, my God. This is his Christmas tree. Oh, my God. So, Ned's like, oh, he has candy under his Christmas tree. And Nancy's like, yeah, saltwater taffy. And Ned's like, saltwater taffy. And Nancy's like, uh, poor quoi? So, Ned explains to Nancy that apparently when they were children, they loved saltwater taffy, but they were not supposed to eat it because they both had braces. And Nancy's like, okay, well, neither of you appears to have braces now, so. Ned's like, you don't understand. Like, because we weren't supposed to have it, it became a thing that we would eat at bad times. Like, when the night before my dog was supposed to be put down, he brought me a box of it, you know, as a, a friend thing. And then he had to have, like, his appendix out. And so, I brought him a box of this. And Nancy's like... So, you're saying that this is kind of like a, a sign of stress? And that's like, yeah, this is a sign of stress. This is a, like, a, a significant thing that I would have recognized. And Nancy's like, huh. So, she opens it up to get a piece of taffy out, and there's a strip of paper with a line of code on it. Nancy looks at it, and she's like, what is this? And she shows it to Ned, and he's like, it looks like computer code, but I don't recognize it. Like, I've never seen computer code that looks like this. So... They're staring at it and trying to figure out what's going on when all of a sudden the police bust in there and they're like, you're under arrest for breaking and entering. And Nancy's like, what the fuck? We're supposed to be here. Also, the guy who owns this place is in the hospital and it's fine. And we were not just banging against the counter. Anyway, the cops take him in. And Nancy's like, can you please call the fucking hospital and confirm that the guy that's supposed to be here is in the hospital and we came in with him and we are the closest to Nexo County. Fucking has, you pieces of shit. She doesn't invoke her dad. Again, she's in Maryland, so maybe his name recognition would not extend there. Maybe she also needs to get a godfather who is, like, a godparent, who is also a member of a hot rock band. I'm just saying. Just just recover all your bases to be like, I'm going to call Keith Richards and he's going to have your ass. So, anyway. So the cops let him out, and at that point, Nancy's like, okay, I've, I've got to go to sleep. This is just bonkers. So um, Ned goes back to Link's place. Nancy, oh, I'm sorry. They go back to Cassandra's place together to see if she's there, to see if she can, like, maybe she would recognize the code. Maybe, you know, anything. But she, like, stomps in, and she's like, the bed's right there, and, like, I'm, I've got to go to sleep. And Nancy's like, oh, okay. Because when she walks in, Nancy and Ned are making out, and I was like, yes, perfect. More of this. Also, Link's apartment is is open. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. But, like, Nancy wants to keep tabs on Cassandra because she's like, either she was involved or she might be able to give us some clues. So, it, it feels appropriate for me to stay closer. I was like, no, what you're doing is cock blocking. And I'm not here for it. Y'all go stay in Link's apartment and have sex in many different locations after you've cleaned up all that broken glass. So, anyway. So, they head back there. Um, in the morning, Nancy's like, oh, do you want to maybe have breakfast? And she's like, you'd like that, wouldn't you? And cause, like Cassandra's like, I want to set you on fire. And Nancy's like... What? What exactly did I? Um, well, I'm going to meet Ned and um, we're going to, after we have breakfast, we're going to go see Link. And we thought maybe you'd like to go. And Cassandra's like, okay. Like, she's just so mad. So she's talking to Nancy and Ned, um, which she's more okay with Ned. She kind of basically ignores Nancy. And she keeps making comments like, you, you just like all the men. And Nancy's like, what the fuck did I do to you? Like, what the fuck? Anyway. So, Nancy tells Cassandra, finally, she was like, something about an aquarium. And she's like, what do you mean an aquarium? And she's like, he said there was a man buried in the fish tank. And Cassandra's like, oh, fuck, no, nobody could be buried in the fish tank. Fuck. Nancy's like, what's the fish tank? And Cassandra's like, it's the name of this new student center, basically. And Nancy's like, okay, um, let's, let's go check it out. Because she's talking to Ned, and she's like, I don't think there's, like, literally a person buried in the fish tank, but, like, maybe there's something going on. Because, you know, clearly, dude was delirious, so let's just head over there and see what happens. Okay, so our classy bitches are now inside the fish tank. Um, and again, Cassandra's like, I wish she would, well, especially Nancy would die in a fire. But when she shows them around, the f- one of the first places she shows them is the place where Link would have spent the most time, which is the computer lab, which is a 1989 computer lab. So it's a bunch of different terminals with a printer hooked up to each one. And I was like, interesting. You decided that network printers were not the way to go. And then I thought about it and I was like, it's possible that at this point, like having a bunch of computers hooked up to a dot matrix printer would not have been the best look. So, but as soon as they walk in, Ned's, like, eyes light up like he's in a candy store. And Nancy's like, he loves computers. It's adorable. Like, this is clearly not an enthusiasm that she shares. Like, this is a thing that she thinks is, like, Ned's thing. And Cassandra's like, oh, okay, kind of like Link. And, yeah, like, apparently Ned's... Ned knows computer languages in this book, which I think you probably have picked up on this. But his characterization is not exactly right in this book. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with a slightly AU Ned, but like, seriously, he's, he's like, I'm a little bit insecure in my relationship and I feel like this other guy could steal you from me. And I'm like, well, on the one hand that, uh, but again, at the place that we're looking at in this particular book, like that hasn't happened a lot not in the thirties, like later on, fuck yeah. But uh, up until this point, not so much. So but he's kind of insecure. He's also, he talks about having braces before. He's like, I know computer languages. And I was like, it's like somebody took Ned and they were like, but computer nerd. And that's what Mari is later in the series. I say that like, it's not in one damn book because again, everybody pops up for one damn book because we switch off a ghostwriter so much. So anyway, Ned is in love, and the person who is running the computer lab is named Maria, and she has long, dark hair and gray eyes, Mila Kunis. I'm I'm casting her again. She did good last time. So, she's in there, and she's short, and she's sassy, and she's, she got a southern accent. Um, and whenever she sees Ned, like, her eyes light up like she's in a candy store, and Ned's like, oh my god, hey, do you know Link? And she's like, do I? Oh my god, we both love computers, and he is the best. And 
So they start talking about Link, but Ned can tell from what she's been saying that apparently she doesn't know what's happened. Like, apparently a lot, a lot of people know. And again, they talk in the book about how it's mostly international they say foreign. It's mostly international students who are at the campus at this point because almost everybody else went home. Um, Cassandra is on campus because she's working on some sort of independent study project or like some sort of capstone project. They didn't refer to it that way back then. Um, Maria's on campus because she wanted to earn some extra money and she's her home's back home in Alabama. So she decided that she was just going to stay on campus because she's in Maryland where, I don't know, better health care. Um, <laughs> no judgment a little judgment um link was on campus because apparently he'd run into something and was interested in it and wanted ned to come check it out and nancy so as you know so um ned starts talking to maria who again is clearly like i'm in love and nancy's like i don't i don't love this i'm mm, i don't love this but she's like maybe maria knows something because she's close to link so mm, it's cool and again i keep picturing little tiny computer animated guy instead of Chris Evans who should be here picturing now um so Nancy leaves Ned with Maria and Cassandra shows Nancy around Nancy's like oh where would um where would Link's locker have been because she's hoping that maybe he left some sort of clue as to what's going on and Cassandra's like oh it'll be right through there now apparently the room the building is being painted which I guess they're implying that maybe it's the construction is finished and they're just finishing up because they refer to it as like a very new like a very new building which again makes sense because student computer labs depending i mean it's weird because maria's like i'm a computer science major link's a computer science major they have they have professors who are in computer science so i don't know i don't know how old the building is but anyway so the building's being painted and there aren't um there aren't there's not a lot of signage around So, Cassandra's like, oh, yeah, go through there. You'll love it. And Nancy's like, that's a weird thing to say. And so, she walks in, and there's a guy wearing a towel. And he's like, hey, girl, hey. You are the hottest thing I've seen in here in quite some time. And Nancy's like, son of a bitch. Because, of course, Cassandra sent her into the boys' locker room. Um, She looks over and sees a guy who seems to be like kind of in charge like he's he's an older guy he clearly is like admin age and she's like hi and he's got a locker open this like jam full of stuff and she sees a picture of cassandra taped up inside and she's like that's link's locker and i was like okay it's adorable that you're a college student and you're like you know what i'm gonna tape a picture of a person in my locker it's adorable that you have lockers anyway um, so he's like, yeah, how can I help you? And Nancy's like, oh, um, I was just checking out campus and I, um, wandered into the wrong room. So they go outside and find Cassandra and Cassandra's begging Mr. Pickering, which is the name of this guy, to let her have some time off because she wants, she needs to finish up this fucking term paper. And he's like, I can't find anybody else. I, I need you to do your job. And Nancy's like, well, what's, what's her job? And Cassandra is apparently like in charge of the weight room, like the exercise equipment and weight room. And Nancy's like, fuck, I can do that. Let me do it. And Pickering's like, what, um, how experienced start? Like Nancy's like, just take me up there. Put me through the paces. I will show you that I know what the fuck to do. I'm CPR certified. I'm also immortal. Like I can do this in my sleep. And plus it's a way for her to investigate because Link's only clue was to the fish tank. So she's like, I need to be in here looking for bodies and or other things that are not bodies. So 
he basically fucking gives her the job. He's like, I'm sure that'll be okay for insurance purposes. And I'm like, none of this is okay for insurance purposes. She ain't even shown you any ID. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, Nancy meets up with Ned, who is like, um, Maria knows something. Like, when Nancy goes back down to, like, catch up with Ned to see what's going on, Ned is like, Ned has his hands on um, Maria's shoulders and is like gazing intently into Mila Kunis's eyes and Nancy's like mm, and he, Ned looks up sees Nancy and holds his palm up and she's like oh, okay I'll come back so apparently Ned broke the news to Maria about what happened to Link and she took it really bad he was like she's mm, this it was bad it was bad um but again he's like she knows something though like the way that she reacted she knows something about what the fuck's going on so I need to talk to her talk to her um and he basically says he doesn't say it in these words but he basically says like i'm gonna need to be emotionally unfaithful to you to get some some info out of this girl and nancy's like damn it okay like because again clearly like this is her jam so and she's like i'm gonna need to get this some information out of this guy maybe through some light flirting and so basically ned's like i need to get her to trust me and i'm like don't bang her though like Mm, let's draw some lines, but they don't. It's just, Nancy's like, well, I, I guess we'll just have to act like we're not dating, which is going to be real fucking hard. Because, <laughs> again, they like to make out. Um, yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, Maria, Maria knows something. And also, Ned's like, she's a computer genius. Like, she's really fucking good. So, so he's hoping that she knows something about what's going on. Um, in Link's locker, Nancy's like, well, I need to get back to Link's locker. Like, she tells Ned what's going on. The other thing that she did, um, Nancy went up into the bell tower. And I think that she did this maybe, like, this, I think she did it the same night, actually. Like, um, she came back and for, I think she went up for some reason without Ned. I don't know exactly why. I don't know if he was doing something or handling something at that point. But anyway, she went up into the bell tower and she was looking around to see if there was any clues, any, anything that like he left a note, um, like any signs of a struggle, anything like that. And when she got up there, she saw that there was basically an open, an opening, like a window, but the bell tower is like open on three sides so that you can hear the bells really well. But like, she finds like a few shreds of like a gray cardigan up there that are caught in the frame and that's what Link was wearing and so she's like okay so he came up here and he was pushed like he wasn't climbing to get some fucking statue like that bullshit story that the that Chapin gave like mm, that's that's what was going on here he came up here and he was pushed out of here when she's up there looking around um she hears two guys come up into the bell tower and they're like we need to they mention her name they mention Link's name, and they're like, we got to make sure there's nothing up here. Nancy doesn't know who they are. She can't get a good look at them because she needs to get out of sight. There's not a lot of space, and so she actually, like, climbs out onto a, a tiny little ledge right outside the bell tower, and it's hanging on for dear life, like Spider-Girl, but without those skills. And so she's like, and it starts creaking, and she's like, son of a bitch, I'm going to fall to my death. So she's like, I'm just going to sneak in and hide behind the bells and hope for the best. So she knows that there and there's too much wind and so she can't hear everything they're saying she just knows that apparently they planned this so she knows there's two guys involved she knows that but she doesn't know why she knows that there was something that he was looking into and so she tells ned all this eventually and like he's like okay 
he knew something. He was involved in something, and he got hurt over it. Nancy's like, I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Yes. Yes to all this. We just got to find out what the thing is that happened. So, um, let me think. What the fuck happens after that? I don't know. I think that they actually, like, Nancy goes back to find, to go into Link's locker to see if there was anything in there. Because, again, it was jam-packed full of shit. And when she opens it, it's fucking empty. And she's like, what the fuck? And so she goes to Ned, and she's like, his, his locker's fucking empty. Oh, actually, she sent Ned in there because she's like, it's in the guy's locker room. And there was an embarrassing interlude earlier with a guy with a towel. And I'm not, not interested. So can you go check it out? Um, he's like, yeah, it's empty. And Nancy's like, son of a bitch, who could have done it? Well, Pickering was in the locker. So Nancy's like, maybe I can go to his office and see if maybe Cass can. I don't know. Bright Dallas Howard. Um, but then, like, Nancy looks outside and she sees Cassandra. Like, Cassandra was like, oh, thank you. If you can start immediately, I can go get started on my term paper. And then, like, an hour later, she's running out of the fish tank. And Nancy's like, she said she needed to work on her term paper. Um, at one point she asked Cassandra about her computer skills and Cassandra's like, I can do word processing and that's it. Like, I'm, I'm not a computer science nerd. Like, that's not my thing. So it wasn't that she was like working on the term paper there. So Nancy's like, Nancy follows Cass outside because she sees that Cass has a big stack of stuff and it looks like it's the stuff out of Link's locker. And she, so she follows her and she's like, Cass, Cass, wait. And Cass like bolts gets into a car and almost runs Nancy the fuck over and Nancy's like son of a fucking bitch bitch I live with her this is gonna be awkward so um she sees that Cassandra in the hurry like she drops some stuff and part of it is like a stack of computer printouts and it's got like the padlock that was on his locker on top so that's how it didn't all just fly away and she's like first off late model car second came out of Link's parking spot which is interesting um that he was there that night um third it's computer code so of course Nancy can't read it she takes it to Ned and it's like I I don't know this computer language I know a few I do not know this one I don't recognize it and Nancy's like okay so we need to find somebody who does so Nancy catches up with Cass later and Nancy's and Cass like reluctant Nancy's like, well I'm gonna have to go buy some exercise gear because you know I'm supposed to be uh, doing weight training or whatever the fuck. And Cass is like, I got plenty of leotards, it's fine, it's fine. And I was like, I don't know that I want to borrow somebody else's leotards, but okay, it's fine. Um but anyway, so Nancy finally confronts Cass. She's like, Bitch, y'all almost ran me down. You have been acting like you want to literally set me on fire. Can we talk about this? Because we haven't met. And Cass is like, you're just a bitch who, like, steals men. And Nancy's like, I have a boyfriend. You've met him. His name's Ned. Um, what the fuck? I've never met Link. And Cass is like, Link could not shut the fuck up about you. The, he was like, she's going to come and it's going to be great. And I was so fucking jealous because, and Cass basically breaks down and is like, I have a huge crush on him and he isn't like responding and I'm really sad. And so anyway, so she was just insanely jealous because she thought that Link had a crush on Nancy and Nancy's like, no, 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 no. I've, I've never met him. Not conscious. Like, mm, that's, that's not, not a thing. Not a thing that's been happening. So, and Cass is like, oh, okay, okay. You're with Ned and, and okay, okay cool cool so they explain to Cass what's going on because Cass is like they're like he didn't fall and she's like well I know he didn't fucking fall he wouldn't have climbed that place Nancy's like he was pushed and so they tell her what they know and Cass is like oh 
Well, let's take what you've got to Marty Chin, who is a professor in the computer science department, who also knew Dr. Evans. I don't know if we've discussed Dr. Evans yet. Dr. Evans is a very popular computer science teacher at professor at the place who committed suicide like about a month ago. It uh, was it about a month ago. I don't. It, it was probably a little bit a little bit less than a month ago actually. Um, so Nancy finds out that Dr. Evans went to went home to Philadelphia for Thanksgiving. Um, went to some sort of event like the Pennsylvania Pride event or something like that. And I was like, oh, I've got questions, but I don't think it was like that. Um, but hey, why not? Um, she, so he went to that event. He's got a program from that event that they find like tucked into the computer code, which means that part of the computer code that Link had in his locker came from Dr. Evans because it's got Dr. Evans' handwriting on it. And on the computer program, it says next to somebody's name, this Bladensburg, it says 70 question mark. And they only know this because Marty Chen, when they take it to Marty Chen, and they're like, should we trust him? I think he seems okay. Cassandra's like, he's, he's amazing. You should love him. Um, he like holds it away from his face and squints. And he's like, it looks like a 70 with a question mark. And I'm like, I love this. I love it. Y'all are all nerds. Um, anyway, so there was something about that that like he became really obsessed with and couldn't stop getting upset about so he got obsessed with it and then he quote committed suicide and then link got into whatever it was that he was he picked up the work and he couldn't go home like he couldn't stop thinking about it so and plus his dad's in hong kong so does it fucking matter if he goes home anyway so um yeah they take it to marty but the th- oh, the reason that they take it to Marty actually is because they go to Link's apartment and they're like, Nancy's like, let's let's start up his computer and see what's going on. The computer strip has, the power strip has been unplugged and so Ned's like, oh yeah, just plug in the power strip and turn it on. So Nancy plugs it in and immediately it starts sparking because somebody has packed fucking gunpowder into the power unit and it fucking explodes and sends glass everywhere and Cassandra's in the room at the time too because she's trying to help them out to see if anything was missing or whatever. And they're like, fuck, we really need to figure this shit out before we die. So, so they take the printout. They take all the printouts. The, Cassandra, the ones that Cassandra found in his locker are the ones that Nancy found that she had accidentally left. They decide to take the hard drive to Marty and, like, kind of feel him out a little bit. And then be like, and also check out the stack of computer code. So they take the hard drive to him and he's like, oh, this, this is toast. Like, oh, shit, no. Um, and then Nancy's like, well... I don't know if you know anything about Dr. Evans. And he's like, yeah, that was real fucked up. Like, basically, it was a suicide by car. And Nancy's like, did he seem weird? Like, did he seem upset, depressed? And Marty's like, fuck no, he didn't. He he was, like, full of life at all times and mind like a steel trap. And this just was out of the blue. And Nancy's like, yeah, I feel like he didn't... That wasn't intentional either. I don't think he committed suicide. So... They tell him that they've got the computer code in the car. Nancy goes out to get it. It's in the trunk of the car because it's it's a big old stack of dot matrix. So she goes out to the car and gets it out of the trunk. And as she's walking back up the steps to Marty's house, somebody walks up behind her, puts their arm around her neck, and is like, I'm going to snap your neck if you don't hand me those computer printouts, little girl. I'm going to snap those, that pretty little neck. And Nancy's like, fuck no. So she throws the printouts straight up into the air the person behind her gets frustrated and like jerks away from her and she like attacks (laughs) i fucking love it because again this is the only copy they have of this shit 
this is it. If they lose this, they've that's it. They've got nothing. So, um, the person then attacks Nancy, like gets her by the neck and is trying to strangle her. And then Ned comes out and he's like, what the fuck? So he attacks that guy. Marty goes after the print, like Marty, Cassandra, Kamal, they go get the printouts. The guy want, like runs away. They don't get a good look at him. So, um, they take it to Marty and Marty's like, actually, like he looks over and he's like, okay, there's, I, I don't know much about this. Let me, I don't know. Let me, let me get back to you. Is it okay if I keep this? And Ned's like, Nancy and Ned look at each other and Ned's like, let me make you a copy of it. And he's like, I, that's completely reasonable. I completely understand that. So that's what they decide to do. They're going to make Marty a, a copy of it so they can check out the code and that way they can continue working on it. Oh my God. So the next morning, Ned goes to the public library armed with a pocket full of quarters to copy as much of that shit as he possibly can. He ends up making like five copies because again, in this book, our boy is a nerd and I'm here for it. So he goes there. Nancy decides that she wants to track down this Bladensburg or I don't know, just substitute the name of your favorite submarine sandwich. Um, so she is like, "Mm, if he is supposed to, if it says 70, like maybe that's his alumni year. Like maybe that's when he's supposed to have graduated, but she's not sure. And again, it's weird because like she goes back into the, it says like specifically like 1970 to 1980 going back through the books. And I was like, I love that y'all are just, let's just give up on making these books timeless. Let's just go ahead and start naming some years which is fine. I love it. And again, if you're talking about technology, my God. So it's cool. So, um, Nancy goes to check out on the alumni guides, like alumni directory, anything like that. There's, there's no jackass with this name. There ain't nobody with this name. She checks through like the next few. Nope. Nope. Not there. Absolutely not there. Um, and she's like, okay. So, and then Chapin like walks in and he's like, Hey, um, I've been, I saw you at the house. Hey, how's, how's he doing? And Nancy's like, he's, he's doing good. Um, you know, as, as good as it can be. I was just like, there was somebody who said I should look up somebody and I couldn't remember their name. And I thought I'd just, you know, flip through here. But He's like, oh, you you were thinking about maybe coming here? Like, and he's like, yeah, I was thinking about it. And he's like, it's a really good school. You should consider it. And I was like, um, the whole reputation of the school is like basically that rich parents buy their children seats in it as soon as they're born. Um, Ned does point out that their emphasis is on grades. So if your GPA is not of a certain level, then they're going to kick your ass out, which, okay, cool. But again, okay, fine. Also, how is Maria there? But whatever. So... Um, Ned's, of course, like, uh, making us some copies. I'm gonna be chatting up Maria later. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this shit out. I love it. So, Nancy's there, and when she's walking around, she, um, and she's still got the little program in her book. She goes to, I can't remember exactly where she's trying to go. I think that she was trying to get into the, like, into the, pardon me, the school library, maybe at the same time, but anyway. Somebody, like, fucking comes up behind her with a fucking rag of chloroform, like that one episode of Community, and knocks her ass out. Um, I was deeply, deeply saddened to learn that chloroform is not nearly as fast as the Nancy Drew books had led me to believe that it was. Like, she she should have had some time to fight back. But anyway, for plot reasons, um, she wakes up, she comes to, 
her back has been taken and she like sees the leotard that was in it further along so she goes over there and finds the contents of the bag including the program that she had brought because apparently the person had not recognized the significance of the program that she had from that pride event again the pride event for whatever you imagine it might have been um so she was still able to find that But this leaves her with the question, like, okay, so who is this Bladensburg character? And, you know, what, what, what significance does he have to do with any of this? So, um, Nancy is, like, she comes by to talk to Ned and Maria's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, very much like, get the fuck out. I'm about to get up all on this guy. And Ned's like, oh, hey, how are things? And anyway, so... Nancy is going to be working in the weight room or whatever the fuck as she's supposed to be doing. Um, and then like Maria comes by a little bit later and is like, Oh, Hey, I came pickering so that I should come by and give you some help. And Nancy's like, uh, that that's fine. Um, I've been trying to throw towels down the laundry chute and they ain't been working. So, and Maria's like, Oh, I'll go take care of that. And Nancy's like, why are you, are you, like, are you also getting fucking jealous of me over the, uh, the guy that you were into? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So, eventually, like, the towels are so fucking backed up that Nancy's like, okay, some shit has gone down. So, she goes down to the basement to the laundry room and finds the towels are, like, one, a few of them are, like, jammed around a pipe and they're blocking the chute. So, she pulls them away from the pipe and the pipe has been, is split and fucking tries to blast her in the face with hot steam, and she's like, son of a bitch, and, like, drops to her knees and gets away from it, but the room fills up with steam, and it is very slippery, and so she has trouble getting out of the room, and she's like, I'm gonna die in here, and I'm like, girl, we know. Well, a lot of people try to kill you on college campuses with saunas, so, um, she gets out of the room, and Maria's, Maria's like, oh my god, are you okay, and Nancy's like, yeah, there was just, like, an accident in this room, and I almost got blasted in the face with some hot steam, and it was fucked up. Maria immediately flips the fuck out and runs away, and Nancy's like, what the fuck, and, like, runs after her. I love that in this book, Nancy's like, I'm not gonna let anybody out of my sight. All y'all bitches, y'all need to tell me everything. So, she catches up with Maria, and Maria's like, that was meant for me. And Nancy's like, what the fuck do you mean it was meant for you? And Maria says, I got a message on my computer saying that I was supposed to go help you and to not let you go into the basement. And Nancy's like, okay, um, oh, okay. And Maria's like, I know too much. So, okay. Maria was trying to talk to Link the night that he got bell-towered whatever the defenestrated like whatever word you want to use for it and flung bodily captain america was flung bodily from the top of the bell tower um charles whitman no that's horrible anyway so that night maria was trying to talk to him maria had known dr evans and like knew that he had been upset about something and around the same time she had taught like Pickering, the guy who's in charge of the fish tank, had been like, Maria, you are very good with computer code. Can you write us a computer code to keep students out of other students' spaces? Like, they're hacking into passwords and they're getting into shit. Because, again, this is 1989 and the internet, as we know, it was like the baby, baby version. So, this is more like just file sharing on local networks. Like, there's no mention of internet whatsoever. More intranet. So, Maria 
says that she wrote a fucking language to do this. And I was like, why would you not just work in the language that you've got? And of course, it's because other if she'd like written in C++ and Ned would have known what the fuck was going on. So she wrote a language to basically to hide files, to save them so that the computer was would not even know that they were there. Like nobody would know that they were there. And I was like, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on some of this. Like it feels like you're hiding files, but not really... I don't know. That's fine. Um, anyway, so she wrote the computer program, gave it to Pickering on a diskette. And I was like, again, okay. Um, but then when she talked to him about it a little bit later, he said that he didn't need it. Like that they had found some other way to do it. He was grateful and thank you. And Nancy was like, is he good with computers? And she's like, hell no, he's not good with computers. Like he's, he lets, he lets other people handle the computer lab shit. He he ain't good with it. Nancy's like, or he is. Um, but anyway, so Maria and Cassandra and Ned and Nancy all sit down and they're like, okay, we've got to figure this shit out. <coughs> Maria, <coughs> Maria, after Dr. Evans died and after Link got like really involved in it, um, Maria went to Link and was like, what's going on? Can I help? And he basically fucking said, no. Okay. What he actually said is like, I don't want to, the less, you know, the better. And what I heard was, like, don't worry your pretty little head about it. Because, like, fucking hell, if he had just shown it to her, she would have been like, oh, yeah, I wrote this code and I can tell you what it does. But instead he was like, no, no, it's better that you don't know anything because this is serious. And, again, the whole, like, being patronizing, regardless of what your intent was, is still being fucking patronizing. But anyway, so. So, yeah, she saw some of the code and she knew that it had been used. It's just been modified in some way. So, um when the code is printed and they've got printed copies of the code, which Maria says are not her. She never printed the code. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, she never printed the code, but like two of the command lines are missing. And without those two command lines, the, the program is not going to work. <coughs> the software has also, the software on the fish tanks and the computer has also like, there's two things. There's one that like, if there's any suspicious activity on the network, Maria gets a message on her screen that, and she's supposed to press two keys, A and B. And while she's talking to Nancy, while they're going over all this, um, that's what happens. And I think that at this point, Marty has come in too, because he was like, oh, let me help you. Um, so like one of them is basically a trace the source and B is to print because they see a thing that says print at this point they have discovered because they're like, Maria, can you like find out what is hiding? And she's like, fuck yeah, I can. So she goes in and what she finds are, um, basically fake transcripts for people who never graduated from Bastion University College. They never went there, but they've got the transcripts on file and they've also got diplomas, which, um, I think Marty is like, I graduated from here and mine don't look like that. Um, so like, it's just, it's, it's just a fucking diploma. Like they just need a fucking diploma. So that's what the scheme is and there's also like this little table which they have happily put together for her that is like somewhat uncooperative may need more persuading next time with a list of amounts next to it so apparently somebody after they got kicked out of Basin University uh, Basin College um went back and said hey if you will just like basically lie and say that I graduated from here because I've already basically gotten a job and told them that I graduated from here so all I need you to do is confirm that 
and I'll pay you. Even though they got kicked out for like, I don't know what the fuck, I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. It wasn't pot. I, I remember that. Um, so that's it. And so like, it seems like based on what Ned found when he was looking through some other names that he came across, that it's been like one or two per year that they do this with and they just keep fucking blackmailing them. Like they're like every year, basically they up the amount of money that they're asking. And they're like, okay, so who is it? Because if, if Maria gave the code to Pickering and it's been deployed, but Maria is saying that Pickering isn't the one who deployed it, then we know that Pickering's involved almost certainly, but there's somebody else. <clears throat> and again, the first night, Nancy heard two people in the bell tower. So she's like, yeah, there's two people involved. <coughs> so that's what they have found. For the printing... When Maria is like, okay, so I'm supposed to press the two buttons. The first one is like, basically, the suspicious activity is coming from her terminal. She is the one looking up the shit. And the second one is basically to print the screen that is being impacted. Or to print a a report about it. And they're like, well, where the fuck is the printer? Because it's not printing where they are. And Nancy's like, fuck, the bell tower. It's in the bell tower. Because in her mind, she's like, it's perfect. There's a big door back there. Apparently, the bells are, like, computer programmed. So, like, they're supposed to do carols and shit. So, there's a big door back there that's like, caution, high voltage. And so, if there's a printer back there, nobody's going to fucking hear it. And you're like, dot matrix printers are fucking loud as shit. You ain't wrong about that. But, yeah, nobody would hear it. It's fine. And, And that's perfect. And it also makes sense. She's like, maybe Link figured out that this is where the printer was. And so, that's why he was over here. So... They all run over there. They leave Marty at the workstation so that he can, like, continue looking into shit. And also, um, Marty, whenever he comes up, he's like, yeah, I was never able to figure out what's going on with this code. Maria was like, it's my code. She is his student, but also a grad student, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, clearly love is blossoming. Um, so yeah. Like, Ned has to run and get ice for Marty, and she's like, we're gonna be right over. Um, and I don't, I know that it's Cassandra and it's Nancy and it's Maria who end up at the bell tower. And I cannot remember if Ned is in there or not. I don't remember. I feel like he is, but I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> I know who went to get ice. Because he's that kind of guy. So they get into the bell tower and somebody slams the door behind him. They do indeed find the printer, but there's not much you can do about it. Because somebody slams the door behind him and sets the fucking bell tower on fire. So they're like, holy shit. Um... And they're looking around trying to figure a way out. The, like, the windows are fucking bolted shut. Like, it has, it's been bolted to the stone. They've been shut like that. And there's, like, no fucking way out. They can't figure out a way out. And Nancy's like, fuck, ring the bells. Ring the fucking bells. Just, and Maria's like, oh, well, maybe I can figure out a program. And Nancy's like, no, fuck no, no time. And so, oh, Ned is in there. I remember. He grabs two bells because he is strong. Also, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Anyway. So, they all grab as many bell ropes as they possibly can and just ring the shit out of the bells. Nancy's like, I think that my hearing is permanently damaged. Smoke is pouring in. Shit is getting serious. And then they hear the sirens. So, hooray. Um, Before this point, um, they went over to Chapin's house because Nancy's like, Chapin has is the only other authority figure that I've seen during this book. He's been on campus. He has been curious about Link. Hmm. Also, he's the fucking registrar. So if anybody's going to be on, in on this shit, it's going to be him. So they go over to his house and they just see him like moving files around. And Nancy was like, maybe somebody's been using the computer terminal at his house. 
Because he's that much of a computer nerd that he got a terminal that's hooked into the university system at his fucking house. But at this point, they don't know that he's necessarily involved. So they see him, like, moving files to a, a briefcase or some shit and then getting out a white lab coat. After they get out of the bell tower, after they've talked to the fire marshal, he was like, yeah, that's arson. Um, Nancy's like, we got to get out of here before the cops get here because um, he's going to go finish off Link. That's the cool thing. Link woke up. The bad thing. Link woke up. So now he has to kill him. So, yeah. Anyway. So, they run to the hospital. Um, Marty has been beating the fuck up, and he is not sure who did it, because the person who did it was smart enough to come up behind him and snatch his glasses off, and I was like, that is smart. I get that this was a plot detail, because you didn't want to reveal who it was yet, but that was smart. Um, anyway, so they go to the hospital, and they talk to the nurse, and the nurse is like, oh, yes, um, I've, I told Ned that your friend was awake, and they all look at each other, and Ned's like, I didn't fucking call here. So, clearly, Chapin called the hospital, found out the link was awake, and was like, I'll be right there. So, um, Nancy gets Cassandra to distract the, like, charged nurse while she sneaks into Link's room. And Link's like, hey, who's that? No, no. Like, Link isn't barely conscious at this point. Chris Evans just is just rocking that hospital bed, though. He's just wearing it well. So, Nancy comes in, and she's like, are you okay? She, like, checks on him to make sure he's doing okay. There is one point in this book where, like, Nancy comes in when Cassandra's in Link's room. And Cassandra's like, oh, I hate seeing you like this. And she, like, picks up a pillow. And Nancy's like, don't you fucking do it, bitch! And, like, slaps the pillow out of her hand. And Cassandra's like, what the fuck? I was putting another pillow under his head. And Nancy was like, or finishing him off. I love that she's, she's suspicious of everyone. Just gonna slap some pillows out of some people's hands. Anyway, that was before they bonded over the fact that Nancy does not want to bang Chris Evans. Anyway, so... Um, Nancy hides in the room and Chapin comes in wearing a lab coat, like pretending he's a doctor with a syringe in his hand because that's how these people do. It's probably full of air. We've done this before. So he comes in, um, Link wakes up and he's like, Chapin, what are you doing? And like, then a nurse comes in and sees what's going on. And like, there's a scuffle. And I think Ned like smashes his face into some shit. Anyway, at the conclusion of the book. Chapin, yes, Chapin was involved the whole time. Pickering got involved because he, like, I don't know, he stumbled across something and was like, yeah, I want to cut. Which, sure, sure, why not? But it was mostly Chapin. Um, Link is gonna be okay. They still haven't managed to get up with his father, who is somewhere in the depths of Hong Kong. And Cass is finally declaring her feelings for Chris Evans. So Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Evans, now a thing. Maria, Mayla Kunis, and Marty who I did not cast. Hmm. I would say the dude from everything everywhere all at once, but he's a little, he may be a a touch old, so maybe him a little bit younger, but maybe him. I don't know. Um, they're now a thing. They are, they're into it. Um, it's also New Year's Eve. And so as they're leaving the hospital, Nancy and Ned look at each other and it's like, everybody around here is getting, getting some New Year's Eve nookie. What you say? Nancy's like, I'm here for it. Not for a hospital. Hospitals are, like, fucking sterile as shit. We're in an elevator. We can maybe bang in the elevator, but let's get out of here and have some hot, dirty sex. And Ned's like, I can't fucking wait. So. So, yeah, what have we learned? Um, Go home during the holidays at your college slash university slash two or four year institution. Um, because some shit's going to go down and you don't want to be there for that. 
Uh, saltwater taffy is for sadness. That's another thing we learned. Computer programming is for people other than you. So, no, don't don't pursue that. It's a dangerous hobby. Just just lots of danger. Um, you never know who you're gonna fall in love with, bang and or run over in your stolen Jaguar. There's all of those things, all of those things, all at once, really. Yeah, I think it's really weird though that like, like first off, if Link had just told Maria what was going on, like she could have solved a big chunk of this mystery for him. Second, like. It's the internalized misogyny all along. Um, like, why... Although, then he wanted Nancy to come to... And, again, that was for plot reasons, only to get her to campus so that she would be able to help out. And it's like, I can't get Ned involved with this because I love him because he's my childhood bestie, but I can get Nancy involved in this. Like, Ned was like, I haven't shut up about you since we started dating, so he knows that I'm into you. And Nancy's like, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, it's just... So, like, Chris Evans is unconscious for, like, almost the entire book. So, there's that. No, that's fun. Why did they take him up into the bell tower and then push him off? And plus, when the when Chapin was like, oh, yes, he was trying to climb the bell tower, which is a thing that college students do. And I was like, okay, so that's how you're trying to pull this off. But, again, the first guy you just basically, like, you've faked a suicide attempt for him or a completed suicide I guess and the other is that like Link was only at the bell tower to meet Nancy and Ned because it was like a landmark it was it's a good centrally placed landmark and and that's it so he didn't he didn't stumble across the printer he didn't know enough about it and one of the lines of code the line of code that Nancy found in the saltwater taffy was one of the lines of code that was missing from Maria's printed out program that didn't print because it was so secret that the computer would not print it and I was like sure hon sure okay that's fine so yeah all of those things I don't know I it feels like uh I don't know it was cute it was cute I do desperately wish that Nancy and that had just banged on every possible service in Link's apartment because that's how I roll but they were like, no, no, some very satisfying making out sessions, which I feel is like the ghostwriter being like, oh, I can't show them banging. Can I just be like, oh, and they made out a lot. Because again, Ned is taking Nancy on a halfway across the country trip the day after Christmas. And I was like, again, perfect for proposing, but okay, sure. We're going to go on a campus visit to a campus, a college that neither of us is ever planning on attending. Because weirdly, Nancy is never planning on attending college. She got too much shit going on. She got too many criminals to catch. So there's that. Next week, we are doing a book that's about immigration. And I was like, oh my god. I'm excited to reread it because I sincerely remember absolutely none of it. Even though I know that I did read it when it first came out. So so we have that to look forward to for the next time for our next episode. So for this one... I love that Nancy and Ned at least got to get some pot making out a couple times. I wish that there had been less broken glass for them to not get cut up roll around in. But, you know, a girl a girl can take what she's given. It's fine. It's fine. So, in the spirit of computer programming... No, it's fine. In the spirit of everything. Stay sleuthy, my friends. <laughs>